go home. Go home. Go home. Right, and welcome to episode 75 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishaker. Brian. Yo, what's up? How, okay. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Cool. Hell yeah. Brian's wearing uh, one of my bandanas backwards. Now uh, I'm wearing it like Tupac. Brian's wearing a bandana like Tupac. Uh, so here we are, episode 75. Uh, we're, 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 we are consummate professionals. Yep. And uh, this is definitely... The number one most professional. We're professional wrestling journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can just walk around saying you're a video game journalist. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm a video game journalist. Oh, what are your credentials? Well, I write shit on the internet. Then, hey, guess what? <laughs> We're professional wrestling journalists. Absolutely. Then let's uh, even shorten that. Why even say specifically professional wrestling? Yeah. I've written status updates. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm an actual, I'm just a straight journalist. Me too. I didn't go to school for it. I didn't study it, but. Um, I do it. I've made listicles. So, you know, journalism is great. Anyone can be whatever they want as long as they just say it. Yeah. And then that's the end. Then no one has to be... And here's the thing. Here's what you do. If somebody calls you out on it and they say, you're not a real journalism, then you say, hey, buddy, back of the line. I don't, I don't take none of that guff around here. Yeah. And then they go, whoa, hang on. You're really talking circles around me. You must be a real journalist. That's what kind of podcast you're going to be getting today, because uh, we just got off a plane from Seattle, Washington. We were at PAX, um, farting about yeah. and doing business, but we're here, and uh, we're queer, and get used to it. What are you going to do about it? We're streaming live on twitch.tv slash Eric and over at youtube.com slash Eric is where we'll put up the, uh, the video version of this. So if you're listening on a phone, and you're saying, man, I wonder what these guys look like. Check out Brian. He's wearing he's wearing Jason Cryer's shirt. Yep. Congratulations. Shouts out to Jason Cryer. Shouts out. Shoots out to the uh, to the Cryman, Crybaby himself, man. to the Crybaby himself, Jason Cryer. I bet he loves that nickname. Uh-huh. I bet nobody's ever called him that, Never. And, and he absolutely loves Jason it. the Cryer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seattle was nice. It rained a lot. I don't know. I'm f- I'm so tired. I got a headache that came on about two hours ago. And I'm I'm rolling with it, but I said Brian. Brian said cancel the show, and I said no. I said uh-uh. Brian don't lie to these people. I won't. And I said Brian, these people deserve mm-hmm. real professional wrestling journalism, yep. and that's what we're going to give them. Who who else? Who else is was Dave Meltzer going to get out there and say, hey, buddy, here you go. Here's a, here's a here's a dirt scoop, buddy. Here's a, digging it up <laughs> dirt scoop. I'm digging it up and getting to the bottom of it, and I don't care who's at the top. Yep. No way. Me and Brian, I said, Brian, we have to get out there and we have to call it right down the middle, 50-50 hopscotch, and make sure that uh, we're keeping them honest uh, because there's a lot of uh, a lot of shit that happened this week in wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> there, were, uh, there was a Nazi. Uh-huh. Uh, someone, uh, someone got, got shot. shot. Uh-huh. A man got arrested. Another man got arrested. Uh, Cold cases have become hot. Yeah, I don't. Man, it's been a weird... It's been a weird week in wrestling, and uh, and it's only Tuesday. and it's Tuesday. Unlike what I tweeted earlier that said it's Wednesday. It's a long week. 
All my days are fucked. Yep. Uh, so I get the girl got fired for for having the Nazi stuff on yep. her Instagram. Yeah. Which I I I guess I mean whatever. Mm-hmm. She just that that kind of posting just strikes me as like the same thing that every like alt girl posts in yep. her like early twenties on Facebook. I, I don't know. Oh look, it's My Little Pony, but it's like a like a Nazi thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. I, it's fucking dumb. And I, I don't know. It just reminded me, like, you remember Jesse James, the, the guy that yep. Sandra Bullock was with, and he had the girl, and she had, like, the Nazi hat and all the shit and whatever? Yeah. I don't know. It Like, you see that stuff, and you go, uh, it's just... I'm not saying that people should be walking around posting Nazi stuff and wearing Nazi hats, but, like, uh, if you if you know anyone who is who has tattoos and dyed hair and, like, pompadour things or whatever, you've seen this shit, and it's not fucking news. Nope. Everyone's coming out like, this is news, and I'm like, this is, I don't know, this is every girl that... That we like, grew up like, with. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's just, uh, I guess that's just what it is. Uh, what County. else? There was the guy who went to the performance center and had a knife, and then he got shot with a sheriff. He got uh, shot by the sheriff, mm-hmm. but he did not get shot by the deputy. <laughs> uh, so... He was there apparently stalking. The last rumor I heard is that he was stalking Lita, but I don't know if that's true. And I don't want to spread that rumor, so keep that rumor to your goddamn self. Mike. There's one guy named Mike out there listening, and he went, what the fuck? Because we know you're a loudmouth, Michael. Uh, So that happened. Jimmy Snuka uh, might be indicted on... uh, Murder? uh, 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 Third-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter charge from 1983. Uh, he is 70-something years old. I don't know. So, it, I mean, this is these are things that have been happening. <laughs> Professional wrestling's been weird. It's honestly, it like, when shit like this happens and it piles up and there's, like, a murder and then, oh, uh, Bram, the wrestler in TNA, got arrested for a domestic assault charge. Mm-hmm. Um, when these things happen and pile up, it just reminds me of, like, early to mid-90s where it's like, yeah, we all... We just drank and did cocaine, and then, like, you beat people up, and that's just what we did. Fast like, and loose. Like, Jesus Christ. So, I don't know. A lot of stuff happened on top of a lot of stuff happening. Uh, very, we... very, very, very strange. So, um, I don't know. Jimmy Snuka, he's just, he's, I think there were always, like, these rumors that, like, yeah, he killed this girl, and there was, like, a big cover-up. But then, like, how, like, 30 years later? Yeah, what's new? 32 years later? I don't know. Cold, cold cases got hot. I like that. I like that. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Cold cases got poof, smoking hot. Yep. Um, That's how you know we're journalists. Yeah. Hey, we're getting to the bottom. Hey, Meltzer. You. F- hey, listen up. Limey fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Meltzer. You British bitch. <laughs> I got. I got five stars for you. you make a fist. Yep. Hell yeah. Hey, hey, Brian. Guess what? Uh huh. Yeah, he had five stars. I only got one. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you if you're just listening to this, Brian made a fist, but then I did a middle finger. Yep. Because uh, edgy. Yep. While we were at PAX, we decided that you can you can get away with saying bitch at the end of anything, just uh-huh. as long as you say it's a Breaking Bad. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> really on the cutting one, edge of that one. One, one guy looked remotely like uh, Walter White, and I just yelled at him, "We gotta cook, bitch!" Brian, time to cook. Bitch, we have to cook, bitch. It was like, it was me. It just sounded like mean-spirited. But whatever. Uh, so it, it was a strange convention, I guess. It was a good time. PAX is bigger than ever. It's oh back, God. and it, PAX is huge. It's so um, 
it's like stuff happening five blocks away. It's like Comic Con. It's so 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 oh so my big. God. But um, shouts out to the guys running packs because they're making bank, cash money, millionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, how about we dive into some wrestling reviews? Mm-hmm. We get to NXT, we get to Raw, and then we get to some emails because we actually had two email reviews about CJ Parker or CJP's last match. We had multiple oh, listeners, cool. multiple viewers go, and um, they sent us emails. So let's get into. Uh, NXT Brooklyn business. Let's that, do it. That's what I titled it because I didn't know what else to call it. Brooklyn business. So we get a nice little takeover. There's a motorcycle or car outside. Uh, takeover recap. We recap takeover. We did it. In case you guys didn't know, they recorded this part, uh, what what we're reviewing here today, before the stuff that they broadcast last week. So there's just a lot. And then next week, it begins the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Invitational yep. Tournament. Uh, which I didn't know what it was going to be, and it looks like it's going to be a um, put a couple guys together in like different teams or whatever. And oh, that's really cool. Um, so it looks like it'll start and uh, continue and, and everything, some different storylines and things like that. And we'll get to that mm-hmm. here because um, that's that's Dave Meltzer. He needs the inside scoop, and he's going to get it here first yep. um, because NXT aired on Wednesday, and it's Wednesday now. So here we are, Dave. <laughs> Eight-man tag to open the match, or to open the show, uh, after the TakeOver recap. You get uh, Enzo and Cass, the Hype Bros, versus uh, Dawson, Wilder, Jordan, and Gable. Enzo and Cass are the most over people. Oh my god. Uh, I've never heard a crowd get so loud. They were so into Enzo and Cass. Jesus. They were so into Enzo and Cass. They really, really, really had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they word for word, everything that they were saying, and everyone was super into it. <laughs> It was great. Excuse me, we're professionals. Yeah. Um, I thought Enzo and Cass being that over was awesome. They look like they're having the time of their lives. 16,000 people going nuts and hanging on their every word. So That's awesome. Very, very cool for them. Um, Hypro's got a pretty big ovation, too. Yeah. Um, they actually looked all right, too. Yeah. Uh, Dawson and Wilder, not much. Uh, Jordan and Gable didn't get much either, but Chad Gable individually, mm-hmm. uh, when he got tagged in later in the match, he got a pretty big ovation. He, yeah. got, he got a nice pop. Um, so that that's good. Uh, so the match starts with not Enzo or Cass in the ring, and that just starts, we want Enzo chance. Perfect. They had to know that was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. They, they had know. to have done that on purpose. Yep. Um, it's a, uh, it's a good match. I thought it was like a nice opener, mm-hmm. uh, for a whole, I don't know, for like a whole show or whatever. It had just the most over people, so you're like immediately out of your seats, ah! Yeah. Which is what you want. Um, so that that was really nice. Uh, big eight man brawl. They go back and forth and back and forth. These old these Enzo chants and everything. Uh, Enzo gets in the ring mm-hmm. and uh, he fucking he's stepping on people and he's he's punching and and he's dancing around and everything. There's a big eight man brawl. All the bad guys get tossed to the outside and all the good guys in the ring going, yeah, we're good guys. Yep. And then um, Enzo goes to dive and Cass lifts him up. It's just like a fastball special, like. It's like some Colossus Wolverine shit. Yeah. Cass just, like, picks up a running Enzo and, like, throws him, like, ten feet out of the ring. And he just, like, cannonballs onto four guys. That spot looks fucking dangerous and awesome. really good. That spot looked fucking great. I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, So I I like that Enzo and Cass are a big dog, little dog combination. Yeah. Where Enzo's just like this little scrappy dog, he's running around, running around, and he just gets the shit kicked out of him. And the whole match is him just being an underdog, waiting to get the hot tag, 
to uh, to Cass, which is nice. Uh, I don't mind that dynamic at all. Nope. Um, Gable gets a good pop when he comes in. He works Endo's arms uh, arm really well, hanging him over the top rope. And then he's just got a lot of arm bar work and everything. And he's talking to his corner. He goes, you want me to break it? Should I just break it? Yeah. Should I just break his arm? You want me to break his arm? And then he keeps twisting it, twisting it, and, and he's getting cocky and everything. I really like that. Uh, so Enzo's getting beat down. He goes for a, uh, he hits a start of his shine, start of his rally, the second rope DDT, but J. Joe stops the hot tag from happening. I thought that was interesting. Um, then he talks a lot of trash to Cass, goes for a splash or, or the, the shoulder tackle in the corner, and then uh, hot tag to Cass. Cass comes in, beats the shit out of everyone. Uh, Zack Ryder hits a Rough Ryder. Uh, the, uh, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder hit a, um, Shatter Machine, which is, like, the coolest fucking move. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then, uh, Cass hits a huge boss man slam to Gable, and then that Enzo launch for the finish, and, uh, that's the end of that match. What did you think? I thought it was a good match. I really enjoyed, like, the dynamic in the match, because it felt weighted. Mm -hmm. It felt like these guys all wanted to be at the top of the tag team chain, like, the tag division meant something. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the commentating team in this match because not only did they actually call the match, mm-hmm. but they brought a little bit of uh, of wrestling history talking about the uh, the brainbusters. Yeah, I and thought that, that was interesting, and that's something that I uh, I mean, a lot of what I know from in terms of wrestling his- history, I didn't watch. I heard from Jr. on on Monday Night Raw back right. when he used to talk. Like that's how you get somebody over. You compare him to like a super old like tag team that you maybe have heard of but you didn't know about yep so i i really like that i thought the commentating was uh, exceptionally good this week mm-hmm. on nxt two-man crew yep two live crew oh big booty hoes hop with it episode 75 uh backstage regal promo talking about the dusty classic and neville says that he wants in mm-hmm. um i still didn't know what the neville classic was at this point so i did not understand how one man could come into a tag tournament yeah uh, it is explained later what it is, what yeah. the tag tournament is. So, um, that's good, uh, because it didn't make a fucking lick of sense to me for a minute. Uh-uh. Yeah, hey, it's, I like that Neville's coming back to do this, because he's, it's not like he's losing a spot on Raw. No. And this gets eyes on NXT. Exactly. So why not? NXT is crazy right now after TakeOver Brooklyn. Like, yep. it's, it's so big, it's crazy. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it kind of goes. Uh, we get a Balor post uh, ladder match promo from like the week before or whatever, mm. and what he has to say. And I thought that I thought he had a good promo here. Mm-hmm. He had all the demon makeup on and everything. So all, like beat up after the match. Mm-hmm. So tell me what you think about this because I was watching this, and the only thing I could think is that the NXT title is almost like the new IC belt. It's, how, how do you mean? It, well, I was reading about the Intercontinental Championship in a way that like it used to propel stars into like a bigger arena, uh-huh. and yeah, it may not be straight into the world title picture uh-huh. for the NXT title, uh-huh. but it gives them, like, a really strong slingshot into the main roster. I can see that. I think that um, I think that maybe there's correlation there without causation. I think a lot of these guys... Uh, I mean, Owens is the only one who, like, really slingshotted in. Yeah. I mean, Rollins did, but that was, like, a good year and a half before he was really in, like, that upper echelon. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of those guys are indie stars who were going, like, were going to make it anyway. Yeah. So I don't know if there's correlation and, and causation, but, I, I mean, I can I can definitely see what you're saying. And, yeah. I, and I, think there's, I think there's value in it. I'm curious to see what happens after Balor and Atami and Zayn and all that stuff. Yeah. Because then where does it go? What people do you have? Who gets slingshotted? Who's yeah. like the next echelon? All that stuff. Yeah. Well, because um, you also do have uh, ne- Neville. Yeah. Came in with a little bit of heat, and he's actually been 
pretty strong in the mid card. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I mean, definitely not for uh, Bo Dallas, but, man. We're Big E. Uh, what about Big E? That sucks. That, they, like, want to forget that he was... Yeah, that's weird, right? And he had the IC title. They yeah. were really going to give him a push, and yeah. then, I, I don't know, everything with the IC title just got muddled. Yeah, everything... Well, that IC title is really ugly right now, too, um, and it has been for a long time. Uh, we get an Emma video package, which we've seen, and it's good. Mm-hmm. I like that video package. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte and Becky promo about how the best PCB member is going to do PCP and whatever, well, um, and they're going to win. Uh, we get a uh, Becky video package, then we get Eva versus Carmella. I'll be honest, I skipped this match. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it because I, going in, this isn't the right venue. No. This no. isn't the right crowd. No. This isn't the right mix of people. Uh-uh. This isn't, everything here was set up for, like, hard to watch professional wrestling, and I don't thrive on that uh-uh. so i skipped it Eva wins with a sliced bread uh, did you watch it yes how was it awful some of the worst wrestling i've seen in a very long time I, it's it's a drop just, toe hold was fucked up i mean just not not ready to be in the position no and i don't want to shit on them because i i want to stay positive about everything i just think that booking wise it, it just does i don't i don't get i don't get it i don't get it it, and somebody in the chat here on twitch.tv slash Eric Boudoir, that's a plug, uh, said Eva played a solid heel. That's fine. Hey, character-wise, maybe it's working or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to watch... I Just the wrestling, like the caliber of it, is very difficult to watch. It was super sloppy. Yeah, and, so and character could have been there, but nothing else made it interesting to watch. Yeah. So why would you? Yeah, I, I don't know. So that, that's, that's it. Also, this episode of NXT was like an hour and a half. Yeah, but most of it was promos. Most of it was, like, video packages and promos. Now, I don't know if you guys had this, um, if you watched it live, you didn't see this, but I had it tick-marked on my timeline. Yeah, mine too. So that that was really cool, because I could cut out all of that extra promo yep. just fast, like, get get to the matches. Rewind back yep. to, like, the intros if I mm-hmm. wanted to see them. Uh, we get a Breeze promo, where he talks about, um, he doesn't have to wear a mask. Uh, Jushin Liger might have won, but he has... Uh, Something that's going to shock the world or something like that. He's going to go to Regal with, like, a great idea. So I'm curious about what that's going to be. Um, that very curious. That whole promo was inside of a locker. It was inside of a locker. I just want to Like a nerd, because yeah. he got put in there because he's a nerd. No, he's Prince Pretty. Nerd. Prince Nerdy. No. Slammo. Oh, shit. Uh, Emma and Dana promo. Um, what What happened to Dana Brooke? What? She looks like she got on meth. Like, it... Like, she just looks like she got on meth. She, she's seen, man, like, hard times. She's seen some hard times. Oh, oh, man. I don't... Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, fuck it. Keep going. Get bigger with it. I don't... I don't her know. lips were like giant. Her fucking hair was insane. She, she had like... She had like these pigtails and like fringe... And she was wearing Converse, and 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 typically it's like, oh fuck, you know we can like we can like jokingly knock something, and be like ah you wore the funny outfit whatever, I, I don't, know, like it looked like like, like drug fucked up yeah. like, man, I don't know what that was. She's seen some hard times. Shit was screwy. <laughs> Shit like, 
I never thought that she looked bad before. No. Like, her, her outfit fit the gimmick, the, the hair being that color, and everything she did fit that, fit that character. And then this was, like, out of left field. Like, I don't know what the fuck. I guess, hey, if you're doing it for heel heat, you fucking nailed it. Because... Yep. You look like God, garbage. Because goddamn, whoa, fuck, <sighs> something else. We get a Dana Brooke video package where we see how she's how she has looked over like the last six months, and you go, "That's right, what happened? This is regular, and then this is not." Yeah. Okay. Um, Post match promo with Bailey, uh, with her family, and I thought that was very nice. That was nice. Yeah. Um, Regal promo backstage. He talks about he's gonna. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna have an opening match," and then Baron Corbin comes in. And he says, hey, I don't play well with others. All right, cool fucking 1990s like bad boy t-shirt. Fuck you. Uh, and he says, but he wants in the Dusty Rhodes Invitational Tag Team Tournament. Whatever. And he, uh, this is where I start pus- putting the pieces together and going, oh, I get how this works now. William Regal is building teams and then putting them together against other teams who maybe are teams or aren't teams. Um, Corbin is going to be teamed with Rhino. Hmm. And they're gonna t- and they're gonna take on the Ascension. What, Brian? What happened, Brian? You just made a f- noise because I don't want to see the Ascension what? wrestle. Excuse me. It's like, no, this was like me last night when Robot Chicken kept coming on TV. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, so we get the Ascension against Corbin and Rhino next week. It's the opening matchup in the Dusty Rhodes Invitational Tag Team Tournament Championship Tournament. Uh, <laughs> next, Elias Sampson. The Drifter against Bull Dempsey, Bullfit. Brian. Yeah. What did you think of Damien Sandow? I thought Damien Sandow didn't need his guitar. <laughs> what do you mean? He looked so dumb with the guitar. No. He had a dollar in the fucking, yeah. like, and then ahead uh, of the, um... Yeah, he's a drifter. Yeah, he's, he's a... I think he's trying to look like that Joe Magliona guy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, he's, yeah. I think he's trying to look like that guy, but it's like... I love that Corey Graves keeps making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, last week he gave me a card that just said his name... And it just, the profession was drifter. Why does a drifter need a card? <laughs> I thought that was so goddamn funny. Corey Graves is good on commentary. Oh, man. I really enjoy him. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I was very excited. Bullfit came out. And it was just Bull Dempsey with a smile. I didn't get it. I was so disappointed. Me too. I was like, I thought we were going to be doing, like, something. Nope. And we didn't do anything. Nope. It was the exact same guy. It was the exact same guy, and it bummed me out because I figured they were going to do something. Maybe, I figured there was going to be something here, right? Maybe next week. I don't know. Like, like he was going to come out like he was going to, like, mid-match training. Yeah. Like, some kind of, like, Rocky yeah. or, like, Raging Bull type thing because he comes out in, like, that, you know, whatever. And that, or, uh, yeah, the robe. Or I thought maybe he lost, like, way more weight, and they talked about, like, oh, he lost weight, and it's like... I. Guess. Yeah, maybe like 10 pounds. I guess he lost weight. I couldn't tell. I, I honestly tell. couldn't tell. Um, what a bummer. Crowd was happy to see him. He's from yeah. Brooklyn, or he's built from Brooklyn, so they were happy to see him. Right. I thought they got behind him, but I also thought that this match was definitely slowed down with a lot of headlocks. Yep. Um, which is fine. Uh, Bull Dempsey uh, hulks out. and he, Which I hate. Uh, he just, he like no-sells, and then he hits the bulldozer, and then he hits a butt-butt to the, uh, to the corner, and then he hits a flying sit-down. My least favorite move in professional wrestling is the sit-down. Darren Young does it, and then Bull Dempsey did it off the top rope. Why are we sitting on folks? Why the fuck are we sitting on people? It's not good for your back. Don't sit. Stop sitting on people. Do a do a 
Do a headbutt again. Do a headbutt, drop a fist, Polish drop an elbow, hammer, whatever. Do a splash. If Bull Dempsey was going off the top rope for like a splash, that'd be cool. Yeah. Or and, do a top he rope. Can, hey, do a top rope senton. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, right? Just do some. I don't know. I just don't like the sit down. I think a top that, rope that, senton would look good. I, I just, I was very, I was just disappointed. Yeah. Um, I agree. It, 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 for all the billing we got and all the fun that they had with it, it seemed like this match had no fun. Yeah. So it was like a bummer. Yeah. That's a good way to uh, it's a good way to look at it. it. It was for for promos and everything that were all billed as fun. Oh shit! I totally forgot to hit local recording on this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey guys, video version. Not this week. Sorry. <laughs> um, definitely fucked that up. Just uh, just realized it when I noticed the top wasn't changing. Oh damn! Whoops. Oh. Well, it's been a long day. Maybe we can get it from uh, the Twitch stream. I don't really. This week, I don't. Sorry, guys. I wish I wish I was better right now. I'm not. Nah, fuck it. Um, uh, Special treat. Yep. Post-match Jomo. Samoa Joe talking about how he's, like, the man. He's gonna fucking he's take what he wants. He beats you up. Fuck you. I enjoy that they have these immediately after the match. I don't enjoy that they do it somewhere where you can hear the crowd and it's distracting as fuck. Yeah, I hear you. Definitely. So. Oh, well. I, okay. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, Nia Jax promo. She's coming. She's gonna fucking beat you up. Yes, she is. Well, you fucker. Don't even know who she is, though. The, the Rock's cousin. Or Roman Reigns' cousin. Uh, right. Somebody's cousin. Somebody's cousin. Probably The Rock's. Um, Cruz post-match promo. What'd you think of that? Did you watch it? Apollo Cruz is like... it was. He talked about oh, yeah, how, yeah. how his match was on his birthday, and how he was so excited, and how the Cruz Nation was out there, and all that stuff, so... Um, I don't know. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, thought it was a, I thought it was an okay promo. I didn't have anything against it. He's, he's good. I yep. liked him. Yep. I have no, no problem against that. Post-match uh, BAMF promo. Uh, Alexa Bliss talks about how she's going to fucking take care of blue pants. Okay. It's, it's going to be a good match, I yep. think. Main event time. Emma versus Dana versus Charlotte versus Becky. Emma and Dana get knocked to the outside so Charlotte and Becky can kind of go at it uh, in the beginning. But they don't go that far, because here are Emma and Dana to team up and uh, knock these girls out. And they uh, they take out Charlotte on the outside and fucking throw her into the barricade. thought it was really funny watching this match. You can definitely tell that um, Emma's a lot more seasoned, a lot more comfortable in the ring than Dana Brooke is. Um, oh, absolutely. Because Emma led everything, and, and Dana would do everything that Emma did just a half a second later. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. I, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I I really like them tossing uh, Charlotte into the barricade and then double teaming on on Becky because it gave that good dynamic to that team. Um, Emma hits a butterfly suplex, uh, like a double underhook suplex yep. on uh, on Becky, and then Dana breaks it up, and she's like, they're mad, and they kind of get into it, and then Becky tries to pin, and. Dana kind of breaks it up, and she's mm. like, I saved you. And then she enziguries Emma. Mm. And then as she enziguries Emma, Charlotte comes in, and she uh, fucking takes people out. She hits a double DDT on uh, really on Dana Brooke and uh, Emma. It looked really good because Emma sold it like she fucking died. Like, man, she took that DDT so well. Emma sells really well. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm really glad she's getting a serious push. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky does a top rope drop kick. She hits Charlotte, I guess, by accident is yeah. what I'm supposed to be led to believe here. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Emma hits an MMI sandwich on, which is that running uh, lower body thing, on Charlotte, and then hits it on Becky, and pins Becky, and there's a three count, and everybody looks confused, 
And I have a feeling that uh, Becky was supposed to kick out there, but maybe got a little rattled or jarred. Yeah. Because I don't think Emma was supposed to win this match. Oh, I'm really? Pre- I'm pretty sure Charlotte was supposed to win this match. Huh. Because it did not... Did you think that was... Did you think that was an ending to that match? Did that I'm, feel like I, an ending it, to that it, match? It, it didn't feel like an ending, uh, but it also felt like it was supposed to feel like that. I do not think so. Hmm. That definitely felt like the ref counted three and went, that's it, okay. And because Emma looked confused, the commentators even called out like, oh, Emma didn't even think that was going to yeah. be it. I think, I think huh. that Becky got a little knocked out, a little rattled, and didn't kick out, and that was it. Um, that's okay. Because yeah. I think Charlotte was definitely supposed to go over in that match. Because post-match, she attacked Emma and then pinned her for three. Yeah. Did you not think that was weird? You thought that was you thought that no, was I like mean, oh that's fine. I mean I guess I just uh, the whole sequence just struck me as like like a very heel thing to do because they they beat up on him, and it's like yeah because like Charlotte and and um, and Becky beat up on him and I thought that was just like like a really heel thing to do and that was awkward but I guess I just I didn't really think about the two being together I just thought it was like a, oh you stole a win from me uh, I should have won kind of thing but. She pinned her. Yeah. She, she hit natural selection. Yeah, and then she the pinned bell Emma right away. Yeah, she pinned Emma, and counted with a crowd one, two, three, and then yelled, "I don't even need a ref." It that was not supposed to be the end of that match. No, Charlotte was definitely supposed to go over. So I think we're going to see Charlotte versus Emma next week on NXT. I think most of these girls are done with NXT. I think Kevin Owens is done with NXT. I think most of these girls are done with NXT. Yeah, I think I think you're going to see. After this, uh, I think a lot of people are done with NXT. I think after this, like you're not going to see the same faces for a little while. I would definitely agree because there were a lot of uh, gimmick changes, a lot of new theme songs. Uh-huh. Like Dawson Wilder had, a, I thought, a pretty cool theme song. It's the same theme song they've, they've had. Have they? Okay. Yep. I just haven't paid attention before. But, I mean, you had uh, Elias Sampson's. Uh, that, that's, that, that's, that's a new, new. gimmick. Uh, Ty Dillinger was kind of doing the new gimmick and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's a little bit of new stuff. Post-match, there, there's the figure eight and disarmor, which I think was supposed to happen, but, like, the the natural selection and the pin part yeah. definitely made me go, yeah, I don't think that was supposed to be a win uh, for Emma. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad Emma got that win, though. Maybe yeah. that maybe that means something will happen and she'll actually get, like, a push. I'm hoping. That would be great. But I mean, especially because now you have sort of a, a, a contention between Emma and Dana Brooke mm-hmm. after, uh, you know, the... The cheap shot and everything in the match, but we'll see. Yep. Uh, somebody in the chat said, I think it was just their weird-ass way of protecting Charlotte with Emma getting the win. I absolutely disagree. I think Charlotte was supposed to get that win. I think I think Becky got rattled when she took that move because they hit. she got hit fucking hard. Yeah, they show the replay. It's yep, like... she got hit fucking hard. I think that she was a little gone, Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. And and there she was supposed to kick out. She didn't. Drake Younger, one, two, three, ring the bell. He's like... Go back and watch it. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Like, like, look at everybody's reaction, and you can definitely tell that it was like this is like not what was supposed to happen. But they rolled with it, and I thought it was fine. Yeah, That's it turned it. it turned out fine. Raw is SummerSlam. Oh, what do you think of NXT on a whole? Oh, I thought it was a you know as, as a show, it sucked because it was a lot of promos, yep. and I had to fast forward through a lot. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that this was really setting the pace for where we're going in the next few weeks. Yep. So I I always appreciate a foundation setting episode and. Pretty good wrestling in the show, too. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was fine. Just too many promos and stuff. Could have been an hour show, and it was an hour and a half. It didn't need to be. Um, Raw is SummerSlam. Except for Sting's here. Except for Sting's here. Ah! So dumb. Sting comes out and cuts a promo. Um, 
there was a tweet that somebody tweeted the other night that I thought was so fitting for everything that Raw was oh that I hated, God. which is when Poochie's not there, everyone should be asking, where's Poochie? What's Poochie doing? Which is just replace Poochie with Triple H. That. Where's Triple H? What's Triple H doing? The whole fucking show was centered around Triple H. Everything was centered around Triple H. I don't fucking get it. I, I don't either, but like... Do you think it was really hard for Sting to say, like, all that praise about Triple H? So weird. That, it doesn't make any sense. It, it seemed like a weird old wrestling mentality of, like, okay, well, if you want to wrestle here now, mm-hmm. and you even want a shot at the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, you're uh-huh. going to have to say that Triple H is the man. It was so, like... It was weird. He he taught, he put over Triple H so much about Triple H was the man, and he's the best, and he took me to the limit. He hit you in the head with a sledgehammer, and then you guys shook hands. I, like, he has committed injustices. Right. I feel like... Well, dogfight outside. Holy shit. I, fe- I feel like injustice number one at the top of the list is you got hit with a sledgehammer. And you shook his hand about and it. And you shook his hand about it. <laughs> it was a weird promo. Sorry, Joe's Corp in the chat is just going, yeah, but where is he? <laughs> what is he doing? So funny. Like, it's just so stupid. Yeah. And so he calls out, Sting calls out Seth Rollins, hey, you're a little boy. You're a dad. Shut up. Like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Also, this crowd sucks. This crowd was the worst part of this Raw. This crowd was so Because they got some good matches tonight, and holy shit, did they not go for it. Oh, man. Um, I just can't get over how much the Triple H thing. It's so, like... He's trying to create a wedge in the authority, and that's what happens at the end of the show, and you see how it bookends at the beginning and the end? That's fine. You can do that without going, yeah, and Triple H is the best. Yeah, yeah. but did you think? Did you know that Triple H is the yeah. best? Yeah, but did you even consider for a second that Triple H is the greatest? It was like, oh my god, get the fuck out of here. It was just so much and the crowd was just hanging out and they sat on their goddamn hands oh i was so tired this was a weird promo just front to back so it ends the promo sting promo ends and then it's rollins and stephanie backstage and uh rollins is talking about how he's like he's talking about how i'm not credible and i'm you know i'm i'm the best and stephanie's like you're looking at this the wrong way just where's your statue hey where the fuck is the statue? Seriously. Because I'm upset. <laughs> the All night, the tease was we're going to find out where the statue is. Nobody, we never found out where the fuck the statue is. John Cena has it. Oh my god. It's not, we don't know. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. Uh, hey, the crowd sucked, but honestly, if I had to watch Ziggler versus Rusev live, I don't know what I'd be doing either. Yeah. I mean, you're 12 minutes into the show, and your first match is Rusev versus Ziggler. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so we get Rusev versus Ziggler. Um, Summer Rae should start talking with an accent. <laughs> that that should have happened a month ago. That would be She funny. should have just started talking with a Russian accent. Yeah, she should have phased it in. I think that would have been great. That would have been funny. She still has time, too. Yep. I, I mean, this match isn't bad. There's nothing wrong with this match. It's just I've already seen it. I it's I just don't fucking care. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't care about the chemistry between these guys. Is like it's not what they want it to be. No. And then like the only thing that gets a cheer is when like Lana attacks Summer, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm just so... I don't know. I don't know. Getting there. <laughs> sure. Yep. We're, get, we're getting there. We're trying. Yeah. They're trying. Uh, the feud is just tired. That's somebody... Joe's Corp, Joe Corp in the chat again. The feud is so tired. Yep. Absolutely right. Oh, of course. It is it's very tired. It, I just don't care. It's been dragged on for so long. These characters don't develop. They've developed in a weird way. And then they haven't gone anywhere since then. Lana, like, changed clothes and became Dolph Ziggler. And it's like, none of this makes sense. Everything I liked about this character is gone. It, everyone just looks tired. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Rusev dominates. Ziggler hits his spots here and there. Like, oh, here's a super kick and he falls into the pin. Oh, he's, he's going for the sleeper. Like, he's he hits, like, his little spot. It's a Dolph Ziggler match where he just gets beat down the whole time. Yeah. Um, Rusev does the, he gets tossed into the stairs and blasts him up fucking John Cena style. Yep. See the um, spot. Yep, they they do the count out tease and they both make it back inside the ring. Uh, Rusev goes for the accolade. There's a super kick, but it's blocked, turned around, and then uh, Rusev eats a zigzag. One, two, and then Summer Rae attacks, and then Lana attacks, and then they all fight, and then um, that's that's it. There's a DQ win, and Ziggler wins. And post match, Lana like post match. There's a promo with Ziggler and Lana. Where it's like so weird. This this running storyline all night was so strange. It was really weird. It was like not not gripping. Uh huh. Pretty dumb. Uh huh. It, like- it was. It really. What a weird week where a shitty feud has the most storytelling on Raw. Ziggler had five segments. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. He had five segments. That's true. Damn. Yeah. So. He's they're backstage and it's like Renee Young's interviewing Lana and Ziggler and then they start saying like uh oh I'm going to go to the shower okay and then Ziggler continues his interview and starts saying like oh yeah I that I want to win but not that way and maybe this isn't the last we've seen of these people and it's like god damn it fuck and then he's like okay I'm going to go take a shower now and then Renee Young goes okay goodbye and then continues talking to the camera as Dolph Ziggler goes into his poorly marked locker room. Yeah. Which is lit with, like, the weirdest blue light inside. Uh-huh. And great. then as Renee's talking, Summer Rae goes into, like, goes into the <laughs> locker room. And it's so funny. Because what happens later makes no fucking sense. Uh-uh. It doesn't make any... We'll just... Here, we'll get to what happens later right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> Summer goes into the locker room. Yep. Later, there's a Ryback promo where Ryback is talking about stuff, and then you hear a yell, and then Summer runs out of the locker room, and then you almost then Dolph Ziggler chases out in a towel and almost shows his dick, mm-hmm. but doesn't. Yeah, and then because he wanted to be like John Cena, and then in uh, Trainwreck, and then uh, later Ziggler and Lana have uh, like a sit down like conversation where he's like. Look, I didn't even know she was there. Uh-uh. You have to believe. You know you nothing happened you, because I was there and I got out of the shower and then I put a towel on and then she was there with like a big grin and I told her to get out. And then Lana goes, she saw you naked. How do you think that makes me feel? How do you think that makes me fucking feel? I don't give a fuck about this and I have to hear you say all these things. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. And then it goes another fucking step where they interview Lana later and in the interview, we watch another interview, like it's this interview inception thing where like time where where time must be slowing down because I'm in fucking hell at this point. Where where Lana we're watching Lana and then we're watching Summer. So Lana is watching Summer and Summer says, 
yeah, Dolph Ziggler leaned out and nodded, like, yeah, come into my locker room, and I thought he wanted to bury the hatchet, and then uh, I, I got all, all of his advances, and I, I was so mesmerized by him, and I thought he would have all these tan lines, which he did, uh, and it was, like, so good, and then Lana, like, walks off upset once, like, the interview Inception thing happens, uh-huh. but we saw what happened... Earlier on live, on live television. On live television. So we know she's lying. Right. But all Lana has to like All she has to do is watch the footage. And I'm supposed to believe that like that no one this I Oh my god. It was so fucking bonkers. It was great. I would rather watch that dog that Rusev brought out that one time. I want to watch that dog for five segments of Raw instead of whatever this is. Dog Ziggler. Bring out Dog Ziggler. <laughs> because this was f- fucking crazy. Yeah, it was weird. This is like... If... I, oh, man. What weird high school shit... I already have, like, a headache, and making me think about it, like, makes me feel even worse. Because I can't, like... Th- like... It's so bad. It was very bad. And the problem is it's not so bad, and it's like, oh, man, this is so bad. It's been so bad for, like, a quarter of the year. Yeah, this has been four months. Do you understand that a quarter of the year has been this shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Since WrestleMania. Bring back the dog. Just have the dog here. Because I can't keep doing this. I can't. I can't. I cannot. Rusev is so wasted in this. Ziggler is so wasted in this. Mm-hmm. Lana is so wasted in this. Everybody. Summer is so wasted in this. These are four talented individuals that could be doing so much better and are just like, oh, who is writing this f- fucking garbage? Yeah, it really sucks. Ugh! I'm just so tired of it. And it's not like we're getting like progressively higher Five segments! Yeah. And the same match over and over. And they keep going, well, that's probably not the end of this. Please let it be the end. Oh, my God. Or do something different with it. I don't know. Make it go away. You know what the worst part is? This isn't even the thing that I have to complain about most on Raw. (laughs) Uh. Oh, man. So we go to the first match in the Divas Beat the Clock Challenge, which I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I guess, okay, Team PCB won at, uh, night, at SummerSlam, so they get this reward, which is being in a Beat the Clock Challenge. Right. Uh, Sasha Banks made the champion tap out in the middle of the ring. Yeah. It's pretty obvious you should... The booking for this whole thing is bad. Is screwy in St. Louis. It's very bad. Could I, could have been so much more interesting. Uh-huh. I don't like it at all. Why would you have your This is this is the problem I have with the Divas division right now. Uh-huh. It's we're supposed to have nine players uh-huh. in in a big, you know, fight to get the Divas championship. Yep. Instead you have three teams so you effectively only have three women. Uh-huh. In the way that they've been booking. Yeah, it. yeah. So what's the point of having nine people other than you don't have to have the same two matchups over and over? I guess, but then when, like, 
it's just like it's tired because some of these matchups are just like I don't there's no rhyme or reason to why they occur. Yeah. You can just throw people at each other but like there's no reason for anyone to be fighting. So the beat the clock challenge I thought was going to be interesting because I'm like, all right, I guess we'll see who's going to be number one contender for Night of Champions because at least we're going for the title Yeah. now. But Sasha Banks should be involved. Oh, she is. Yeah. She is involved. That's great. And I figure I know how this is going to play out later. Boy, boy, boy am I goddamn wrong. Uh, <laughs> so the first match is Alicia Fox versus Becky. It's a beat the clock thing. Uh, Nikki comes out. Nikki is in the ring yep. uh, wearing a white dress, and she uh, reveals her honkometer which is uh, what uh, Santino had when he was going to beat the Honky Tonk's man, uh, Honky Tonk Man's uh, title reign record as the Intercontinental Champion. He brought out something called the Honkometer, and uh, it was just a, um, a big board like this thing that said, like, day one of Santino's reign and day, like, 1,400 of, like, Honky Tonk Man's, and he's going to go. He made it to, like, 45 days. It's so funny. So when I saw this... So when I saw this, all I thought was she has her own honkometer. Yeah. Oh, let's all let's. She's supposed to be a heel, right? Because mm-hmm. this is what a heel does. I don't get it. Whatever. Because she's booked his face sometimes and heel others and wins and loss. The thing that bothers me is that she said wins and losses don't matter, and then we had a tournament based strictly on wins. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's so funny. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's so fucking Solid funny. Solid booking. Um, so, for two weeks, and she will be the, the longest reigning women's champion of all time. Um, that's it. Yep. Uh, Alicia Fox and Becky have a decent match here. I don't have any problem no, with this. No. Uh, they go three minutes and 21 seconds, which is a, a respectable time. If you're looking for something to, um, if you're looking for something to happen that is going to be, um... You know, they get a little bit of time here. Three minutes, 21 seconds. You know there's going to be one that's under that and one that's probably going to go longer. Yeah. But 321, okay. It makes Alicia Fox look not great. You know, I don't think beat the clock challenges are very good anyway because it always makes someone look very bad. Yeah. Because someone gets beat in a very quick time. Yeah. uh, Without getting that win back ever. So, I don't know. But it's Alicia Fox. Three minutes and 21 seconds. That is the time to beat. Right back promo. This is where Ryback talks about how he's going to beat up the Big Show, and then we go to the Ziggler Lana thing, or the Ziggler Summer Ray thing, where Summer runs away. Um, that is segment, like, two, no, three, of what they did all night. Very um, good. Show versus Ryback for the IC title, misses on commentary. Show dominates early. Uh, he cuts a mid-match promo where he says, you want me to retire? Then make someone come in and retire me. Okay. I thought that was cool. I thought that was very cool. I thought he looked good in this match, too. Mm-hmm. He took some good bumps. Um, Ryback hit his spots... Like halfway, he's like, "Here's half a spine buster." Yeah, well, it's here's a wrestle. Yeah, it was. I get it. It just it it looks funny when that happens. Um, so that that that's it. Still, he mm-hmm. looked pretty good. Um, there's a choke slam and a kick out. Uh, Show gets tossed off the top when he goes to the top rope. Jesus. Uh, the meat hook gets blocked with a spear by the Big Show. Uh, the Miz goes up on the apron. He causes a distraction, and then uh, Big Show gets hit with a shell shock, which I thought looked really good. It did. That's it. Um, Charlotte versus Brie. This match starts on the outside. Uh, Charlotte goes for a figure eight, but it gets blocked, and then she hits natural selection, which Michael Cole did not know was going to be the end of the match, but it was in a minute and 40 seconds. Damn. Brie Bella eats a loss in a minute and 40 seconds. Whatever. It's not. She's not a credible wrestler. We're supposed to believe these women are part of a women's revolution, and somebody just got beat in a minute and 40 seconds. Well, not that one. 
Dudley Boys promo. Yeah. Very good Dudley Boys promo. Man, they... You forgot how good they were. They are, they've, they're very good, and they've been very good, and they mm-hmm. continue to be very good. Yep. Uh, so they're great. Cesaro and Owens, which is the match of the night, I would say. I would agree. Um, Owens mouths off at the very beginning, eats an uppercut. There's a stall suplex that gets fought by both men all the way down. Thought Fucking that was, cool. Thought that was so cool. That was so cool. The stall suplex on Owens. Owens starts hitting Cesaro in the midsection. Cesaro starts hitting... Uh, Owens in the midsection while he's up in the suplex holding him and, with one fucking and, arm and they're just punching each other all the way down That's, and then oh so cool and then a jumping stomp I thought that was very cool mm-hmm. uh, they tease a dive by Cesaro but Cesaro jumps out of the ring and hits a barricade uppercut on Owens I like that Owens pulls Cesaro down off the apron he lands back first on the apron and then uh, gets eats a cannonball in the corner that torture rack spin out neck breaker that Owens has been doing he's uh, he hits that there's a top rope uh, fight back and forth for superplex, and then it uh, ends up being a uh, gut, top rope delayed gut wrench suplex. Looked great. Yep. Corner uppercuts, uh, that back and forth, back and forth, and then Cesaro hits that Alpamere water slide, which is the uh, like reverse torture rack into that slam, mm-hmm. which looks really, really good. I love it. Um, it's funny, because I can watch this match over and over, uh, but like Rusev and Ziggler, I'm like so fucking over. That, but I guess, but I guess that's three months versus a month. Well, so. but still, th- those are the same notes that I had about this match. I could keep watching these two wrestle over and over and over and build a feud over the next two months uh-huh. because they're not going to deliver the same match over and over yep. and over. Yeah, they yeah. Were, I, th- I thought there were, I thought there was good storytelling at the end of this match. There was great storytelling throughout the throughout the match. Mm-hmm. So the swing gets blocked. Uh, there's a super kick by Owens. He goes for a cannonball in the corner, but misses. He jumps for a, uh, off the second rope for a tornado DDT, but it gets blocked, like just gets caught and held by Cesaro, which was like incredible. Jesus Christ. Tosses him down, locks in a crossface, but Owens gets to the ropes. Michael Cole, I think, is legitimately like impressed by this because he just keeps putting it over. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? That was incredible. Yep. Uh, there's an apron suplex, so Cesaro's on the outside on the apron, and he looks like he's going to suplex Owens to the outside uh-huh. and gets him like almost completely vertical. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Owens fights it down, so he blocks the uh, suplex attempts. He blasts Cesaro off the apron. Cesaro flies and hits the table. It looked really good. Yeah, he sold it so well. Yeah. Um, I wish they wouldn't have... Here we go. Nick V in the chat. Showing the replay of Cesaro hitting the table ruined the spot, in my opinion. I think it would have been better not to show it. I agree. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought showing it kind of took away from it because you didn't get a... I think not seeing that spot clearly was a little bit better because it's like, oh, wow, where'd that come from? Yeah, because he he looked like he hit really hard, but when you see it again, you can see yep. that he didn't. Yeah, so uh, Cesaro's selling the ribs now. The, the ref goes outside to check on him. Uh, Cesaro slides back into the ring holding the ribs. Uh, Kevin Owens goes to pick him up, but it gets caught. He's going for the swing. Oh, but he can't do the swing. Gets kicked and then uh, eats some kicks to the midsection. Pop-up powerbomb, one, two, three. Love it. Um, I don't like, again, I don't like that Cesaro lost again. Um, but he lost under circumstances. I, again, this, like the circumstances in which these things are happening, they're different. It's not the same match every time. Yep. Plus I like these guys. So, yep. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to sell you anything different. I really like these guys and that's pretty much what it comes down to. Uh, there's the Lon and Ziggler promo where, where Ziggler is saying like, yo, you don't, don't believe her. This is not how it has happened because it is very much very innocent and you know, nothing has happened here and that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so dumb, is, what I, wrote, is, is I, what I wrote, I wrote in giant letters. I wrote, this is high school. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman against uh, Dean Ambrose. Wyatt promo, uh, where Braun Strowman actually speaks. He says, this is not the beginning, this is the end. This is the apocalypse. Damn. Okay. Shit. He's a big motherfucker. He is. A uh, large man. Ambrose just gets tossed around in this match. Um, For a six foot four fucking man. Yep. Reigns is out there too. 
Reigns gets swatted away, and then he gets involved. He starts attacking Braun Strowman, so Braun Strowman picks up the DQ victory. Um, everyone just gets tossed around by this guy right it's now. great. Um, I like it. He triangle chokes uh, Roman Reigns. Ambrose comes in and blasts Strowman with a chair. No effect. Um, and then they start going at it, and then Harper comes in and kicks Reigns. Just fucking drive-by boots him. Just kills him with it. The Wyatts stand tall. Uh, Braun Strowman hits that powerbomb cutter, which is what my creator wrestler used as his finisher in, oh, really? in all the WWE games. Yep. Uh, it's like a lifting powerbomb into a spin-out into a cutter. I like it. And then uh, Wyatt hits Sister Abigail, and then follow the buzzards. Bye. Bye. Uh, Rollins backstage promo. He wants to know where his statue is. So do I. Hey, me too. All of us Hey, do. but guys, don't worry. We're going to find out where the statue is tonight. Uh, Paige versus Sasha. Again, she has to beat Sasha Banks in a minute 40. So automatically, this is bad for Sasha Banks. Yeah. This match goes a little back and forth, and then Sasha gets hit by the Rampage, and then pulled out of the ring by Team Bad. She gets pulled back into the ring, and then time expires as Paige tries to lock in the PTO. Paige is upset. The Bellas come out. Charlotte's the uh, Charlotte's number, the number one. one contender, and we get the honk-a-meter up on the screen, uh, 14 days. The way I thought this was going to go is that Sasha Banks was going to win. Me too. In, like, some kind of, you know, screwy, weird way. She was going to win and then go, okay, I won. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. So I, I'm number one contender, right? Yeah. And then that turns into, like, a, oh, we didn't see this coming. Yep. Because I don't think I've ever seen that before. Um, yeah, that would have been a good story. So uh, that didn't happen. Uh-uh. And instead... It just, I assume Paige is going to turn heel or something. And there's going to be, like, dissension within PCB. I would assume. Because that, that's the way Paige looked like she was playing it. I don't get it. I don't, it, a minute and 40 seconds. A minute and 40 seconds doesn't make anyone look good. Nope. Unless you're Goldberg, it doesn't make anyone look good. <laughs> uh, Lana promo watching summer promo, promoception. It sucked. It was so bad. New Day versus the Dudleys. Already? It's my first note. Yeah. Like, why? Why, why now? Why book, it, why book this right away? Yep. Uh, they come out. What do you think of Wood's hair? Amazing. Amazing. Like, absolutely ugly. <sighs> mm-hmm. And perfect. Perfect. Perfect for being heels. They got a promo about how this is the last table, and they're going to protect this table, and nothing's going to happen to this table. It's the last table. Primetime Players, for some reason, is on commentary, because they, uh, they have a rematch clause. Right? Because oh, yeah. they lost the title. So they'll probably cash in Night of Champions, and it'll probably be the Dudleys, uh, the uh, New Day, and the Primetime Players at Night of Champions. Right. I would think. Don't the New Age Outlaws still have a rematch call? Uh, who gives a shit? Make them go. I don't need any more teams. Uh, <laughs> this is a fun match. Biggie rules in it. I love the dancing oh, that he's been doing. Everything I, I love everything about New Day right now. Super into it. Everything they do. Yep. Xavier Woods being just a yippee dog, just yep. mouthing off. Looking like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I love it. Biggie uh, and Kofi do like that kick cycle in the corner, mm-hmm. which I really like. Biggie hits a big splash on Devon. Uh, the Dudleys look good in this match. I mean, I have nothing to say. I, th- I, it's not like they'd ever lost a step. They never really stopped wrestling in like the time they were gone. No, they looked they looked fine. They looked like the Dudleys. Yep. Uh, Kofi died. There's a was up with them. But Kofi Kofi breaks it up. Uh, Kofi goes to dive and eats a clothesline. Uh, I guess this happened before the was up thing, but Co- Kofi goes to dive and he just eats a clothesline by Devon Dudley. There's a hot tag to Bubba. They, uh, Xavier Woods gets up on the apron. They hip toss him in, and then he staggers through the ring, and Devon hip tosses him out. I thought that was just really funny. Yeah. So the was up gets blocked, and then um, 3D. 
Clean win, middle of the ring, really weird. Um, and then there's a 3D to Big E through a table. Nope, he gets pulled away. So we did not get the table spot. Damn. What'd you think? I, you know, I, I thought they could have built it a, a little bit better, but I guess when you have two and a half weeks. Two and a half men. Charlie Sheen. Um, when you have like two and a half or three weeks to, mm-hmm. to build the feud, might as well just go, well, we earned that win, so I think yep. we're number one contender. Yep. Yeah, and they just put him in there. Yep. Main event time. Rollins promo. Rollins comes out. He wants to know what's up with his statue. Sting, where the fuck is my statue? Come on out if you got the sack, which you don't. He also says that Sting compared him to Triple H, saying that Triple H was better than him. And he said that it's really funny because Rollins, I thought, was very respectful to Triple H, which, yeah. d- which makes this make no sense. It made no sense at all. I agree with you 100%. He said he's just as good, if not one day, will be better than Triple H. Yeah. Stephanie comes down very upset and goes, do not talk about Triple H like that. Where's, Where's Poochie? What's Poochie doing? Why is Poochie not here? Jesus Christ. This whole thing was about Triple H. So, so she comes out and says not to talk about Triple H that way. And Rollins is like, no, I'm saying that I'm just as good as, like when he was the leader of evolution, Yeah, he was the man. You even told me I'm the man. I'm the man. Last week, Triple H. Last week, Triple H said, "I'm not the future. I'm the right now. I'm the man." I'm just going by. What I don't I've understand been told. any of this. <laughs> Very so, confusing. So they go, "Hey, you know what? Let's refocus." Sting, where's my statue? And then John Cena comes out. I forgot John Cena was in this feud. At all. For, I just forgot John Cena. Yeah, totally forgot. He wasn't on Raw until this moment. He comes out and he cuts a promo. I thought a good promo. And he talks about, like, you're just fra- Flavor of the Week for the Authority, and they're going to change their tune, and then you're going to be left out in the cold. Uh, ask ask Stephanie, ask Poochie, ask, ask whoever's next. Um, yeah, someone in the... Glass Jaw on the chat. Rollins wasn't even being unreasonable. No. At no point was no. he unreasonable. He was absolutely not unreasonable. He wants a damn statue he, he here. Was, he was told that if he wins these titles, he gets a statue. The statue is made. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. So the thing gets lifted, and it's Sting... So where's his statue? I would want to know where my statue is. Absolutely. He's a double champion. He was told he's the man. He is the face of WWE. He's the man. And now he's being told, don't talk about Triple H that way. But at no point was he unreasonable or disrespectful. It's like the Ghostface Action Bronson feud. So weird. So weird. So John Cena says, hey, I'm about to shatter your fucking world. Hey, Stephanie, do I have a, uh, do I have a rematch for the title at Night of Champions? And Stephanie says, yep. And uh, John Cena goes, later, and drops the microphone and walks away. Seth Rollins is like, what the fuck? What happened? Where's my statue? Then Sting comes out. He points. And then Raw ends. Where the fuck is the statue? We don't know. Eric, there is no statue. For three hours. For three hours. For three fucking hours. I'm going to find out where the statue is. Guys, we're going to get the statue back. Guys, the statue will be here. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, we got the statue. I'm going to call out Sting. It ends with Sting pointing. When when we watched it... Uh, I hated it. When we watched it, I, didn't, I, I thought it. that was the end of an hour, not the end of the show. I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Oh... Hate, I was miserable. I did not enjoy it. But 
ultimately, where was Poochie? What was Poochie doing? I mean, if anyone can tell me, I would love to know where Poochie is. Who even know? Yep. The statue came to life and is Sting. <laughs> Perfect. Night at the Museum 4. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Yeah. Let's get to some Gmails. Uh, Calvin Hamill emailed us about an indie show uh, in Winnipeg called PCW. Uh, he said he had a lot of fun even though the crowd sucked ass. <laughs> Kenny Omega was billed to be there but had to cancel due to injury. Uh, he will, however, be there next month and I'm super fucking excited. You should be. He's great, man. He's an excellent wrestler. Um, let's see. Just the highlights. The show took place in a hotel bar with tables uh, still set up for us to sit at. The roof over the ring was so low that you couldn't even do a vertical suplex, even jumping off the top rope risk hitting your head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why have it? I also saw uh, saw a hard power bomb, a package pile driver, a slam onto some tables people were sitting at. I bought two shirts, one for a guy named Mentalo and one for Flex Appeal. That's great. That's a great Great fucking name. name. Yeah. Great show overall. If anyone wants, uh, if anyone there lives in Winnipeg, come to PCW and be a good fan. Also, come to CWE shows, support local wrestling. Hell yeah. Uh, Gary L. He emailed us about being at uh, CJ Parker's final match. He said, hey, fuck boys. This past Saturday, I attended CJ Parker's uh, final match at CJ Parker or CJP, so I figured I'd give you a report. So he's going to New Japan. I don't know if you're aware of this. Oh, I did not It's know. his last match as like CJ Parker, CJP, and then he's going to New Japan. Oh, cool. It's going to be like a repackaging thing, as far as I can tell. He wrestled uh, EC3. Trouble, 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 trouble. I like EC3. You got dropped from TNA? No, he's just, he wrestles in Oh, that's stuff. right. There's, uh, there's no more claws on there. Uh, yeah, so uh, there, there was a... Uh, Botched streamer throwing by a whole bunch of kids and stuff like that. Um, but apparently it was a really fun match. Uh, a couple teenagers who attempted to chop him, which was pro- <laughs> which prompted him to say, come on, I ain't selling that shit, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to see what's going on. All in all, I had a fucking great time for 20 bucks, especially okay. considering how exhausted I am with the WWE product. This and going to NXT last week reminded me why I've loved pro wrestling. Thank you, Gary L. Jr. Mm-hmm. Will Will Green his thought on the Raw crowd. Seth Rollins told the crowd to shut up and they actually did. What a miserable crowd. (laughs) (laughs) They were god-awful. Ed B went to Us Versus Them Wrestling, which I believe uh, was the CJP uh, last show. And uh, he had a good time. He said that uh, Matt Stryker was there too. Huh. Yep. Uh, He wrote pretty much the same thing. There was a spot where CJ uh, throws EC3 into some chairs they get up in the crowd. EC3 gets suplexed onto the grass. There's one dude heckling EC3 saying something about banging Dixie Carter. EC3 kayfabe, uh, EC3's kayfabe aunt. Uh, first time he gave him like a, come on, dude. Second time he yelled, you ain't got the balls. <laughs> Same dude tried to chant, you can't wrestle. That's funny. Um, I'm glad that people have been emailing us about some house show reports. Yeah. Uh, Ezra S. emailed us about PWS in uh Sarenville, New Jersey. Whoa. Uh on he went to on August 22nd. He saw he saw a team called the Handicap Heroes. <laughs> They're the tag team champions. Uh, Rey Mysterio had a tag match against Amazing Red oh. with, against two locals. Oh, that's cool. Uh Ray and Red got most of their shit in and they put over the local face. So that that's pretty cool. Uh Kenny Omega was in the main events against Kevin Matthews. 
Before the match, they had a 10-minute segment with Mick Foley where he played a perfect form cell to Mick Foley's Master Roshi. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, perfect form cell from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, what happened to Master Roshi? I think he got his ass beat. Oh, it was great. I didn't sit down for this match, and I got our side of the crowd to do the Terminator theme clap for Kenny Omega when he did his vintage over-the-top rope dive. That's fucking That's sick. That's awesome. First PWS show I've been to, and I'm on, and I'm hooked, and I'll be at the next show in... Hell um, yeah in uh in september that's really great real quick um before we go because we're wrapping up the show pwg had bola oh my god Uh, we want to be reviewing that soon hopefully so we might be getting the dvds and everything hopefully uh but spoilers there was a match so good that the crowd threw money into the ring they couldn't cheer any harder the pentagon i think it was pentagon jr and drago against aerostar and phoenix and the crowd threw money into the ring that's fucking incredible also, cover your ears, Bola spoilers for just a second. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. won. The end of Bola spoilers. So there you go. I'm really excited to see this whole thing. I'm really, really fucking excited. It's I great. think it's going to be really, really great. So um, got to get those DVDs. Yeah. We did it! We made it through! We did it. I'm fucking... Uh, I have this headache that's like right... Here. It's it's like just like up in like a little back from like the temple, and it's just like... It's just beating at me. But we did it! You stressed out, bro. Episode 75. I am. I have so much work to do. Episode 75 of the Go Home Show. In the books. What? Brian. We did it. We put it in the books. And now it's in the annals of time and all of podcasts to be listened to. That's right. Thank you for listening to episode 75. You guys can get a hold of us on Twitter at Go Home Show. Email us, Go Home Show at Mega64.com, Facebook.com slash The Go Home Show, TheGoHomeShow.tumblr.com, YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore, Twitch.tv slash Eric Bedore. But it might be from Mega64 Podcast soon. We keep talking about that, but... We've been run ragged, so... Uh, honestly, it's been, like, so... I'm surprised we even had a show this week. So maybe next week we'll be uh, going from Mega64 Podcast channel. Don't know. Uh, we'll see. So um, that's it. We did it. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, go and show Mega64.com. And uh, episode 75 is in the books. Brian, mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to say to these fine-feathered folks as we uh, end our, our lovely broadcast? Yeah, since my buddy ain't feeling so good, I'm just going to go home. <laughs>